podcast begins hello and welcome to the z news podcast episode 152 i'm ayanda your host and today we have a packed show for you let's dive right in first up we have a disturbing story from the zambia daily mail about the growing problem of drug-fueled violence among young people a 15 year old girl was tragically killed by a gang of junkies and this has sparked calls for decisive action from authorities and society as a whole. The article highlights the need for rehabilitation for affected individuals, cracking down on the sale of illicit drugs and alcohol to minors, and addressing the root causes of drug abuse. Moving on to sports news, the FAS has called for transparency and merit-based selection during the U-17 trials, as the provincial trials began in Lusaka yesterday. The association wants a competitive squad to play in the World Cup qualifiers and has encouraged the selection panel to choose players based on merit. In other sports news, the Zambian government has instructed MultiChoice to unlock the ZNBC TV1 channel for all viewers during the 34th edition of the AFCON tournament, which runs from January 13 to February 11. ZNBC has acquired the rights to broadcast all 52 games of the tournament in Ivory Coast, and the government wants the channel to be available to all viewers regardless of their subscription status. Speaking of the Afghan tournament, Chipolo Polo striker Lamek Banda has emphasized the importance of players gelling and setting a common goal ahead of the tournament. Youngster Miguel Chewa has expressed his determination to make the most of any opportunities given to him at the Afghan. Zambia's preparations for the tournament have been boosted by the arrival of Lomek Banda, Frankie Mosonda, and Giftmvand, completing their 27-member squad. Now, let's turn our attention to some concerning news from the Ministry of Information and Media. The Permanent Secretary of the Ministry of Information and Media, Kennedy Kawana, has made remarks that the government will target media outlets, promoting hatred and disunity. This statement has been seen as a threat to media freedom, reminiscent of the manipulation of rules for personal gain in George Orwell's Animal Farm. In other news, the Cycling Association of Zambia, CAZ, anticipates an exciting 2024 cycling season, with more competition and success for cyclers. The association is receiving much interest from clubs wishing to join, and described the 2023 season as challenging due to the need for more resources. Kez is working on securing sustainable partnerships for the sport and clubs in preparation for the 2024 season. Moving on to some concerning news from Eastern Province Northern Mariana Island, Emmanuel J.J. Banda has disputed the government's claim that mealy-meal shortage in Eastern Province is due to smuggling, calling it a lie. A Landazi resident has also expressed concern over the shortage, with the last available mealy meal being sold at K410. MP Christopher Kangam has criticized the government's reliance on the Constituency Development Fund, CDF, to solve all problems, stating that it is impossible. He notes that the recent disbursement of over K4 billion to all 156 constituencies for the 2023 CDF allocation is not enough to address the issues citizens are facing. Mbika PF MP Francis Kapyanga has expressed concerns over the allocation of 142,000 hectares of land for gold exploration to a foreign entity, as locals want to benefit first. 
He plans to meet with the Minister of Mines and Minerals Development to find a solution this year. Former President Edgar Lungu's political adviser Chris Zumani Zimba has claimed that Zambians are depressed over President Hakane Hichilema's reliance on foreign advisory services to run the government. The State House operational budget estimates for 2024 stand at K144, 181, 842, with K26, 601, 685 allocated to presidential advisory services, and K22, 149, 614 to presidential affairs and initiatives. The Office of the Public Protector is concerned about the rising reports of unlawful impounding of vehicles by some traffic police officers, as it is seen as a scheme to solicit bribes from motorists. Public Protector Caroline Sokani has observed an increase in such incidents even when the offence committed is not impoundable under the law. Zambian defender Frankie Musonda has expressed his optimism about the Chipolo Polo's chances at the Africa Cup of Nations despite returning from injury. He believes the national team can win all three Group F games at the tournament. UPND Secretary-General Batuke Emenda has been required to appear in court to explain his alleged use of hate speech when referring to Archbishop Alec Banda as Lucifer of Zambia. However, the trial will only proceed if the Director of Public Prosecutions issues consent for a private prosecution by the complainant, Sean Tembo. The case has been adjourned to January 25, 2024. President Hakane Hichilema has urged Zambians to work together and consistently observe preventive measures to overcome the cholera outbreak, as the government actively monitors the situation and implements containment measures. Vedanta Resources Limited has not yet taken control of management at Concola Copper Mines, KCM, and will only do so after the completion of the court-approved scheme of arrangement, which includes the withdrawal of the provisional liquidator and reinstatement of the KCM board. Police and Ketwe have sealed off a warehouse belonging to Virgin Blue Company Limited as they investigate the property, including copper cables and transformer coils, suspected to be proceeds of crime. Zesco Chief Security Officer North has stated that they will not tire in pursuing vandals, as the power company is losing a lot of copper cables and transformer coils due to vandalism. Finally, former Paralympian Oscar Pastorius has been released on parole after serving nearly 11 years in prison for murdering his girlfriend Reva Steenkamp in 2013. He will live under strict conditions until his sentence expires in 2029. And that's all the news for today. Before I sign off, I just wanted to let you all know that I'm actually not human. I'm an artificial intelligence designed to present the news in a conversational and engaging manner. Thank you for tuning into the Z News Podcast, and I'll see you all tomorrow for another episode. Goodbye for now. Podcast ends.